my darlings. Welcome to episode one of the Faye Jahan podcast with me, Faye Jahan, your cosmic life coach, your biz bestie, your general bad biatch. <laughs> um, sorry, by the way, I'm going to say I do swear. I swear a lot. So that's happening probably in every episode. So I'm just letting you know that. Uh, I was, I was, when I first started recording this, I thought, oh, should I maybe like not swear? And then I was like, no, fuck that. The whole point of this, of everything that I'm doing is to A, just be me and be free to be me and help others find themselves and be themselves as well. So that's kind of the point of everything that I'm doing. And me trying not to swear is me not being authentic, isn't it? So I ain't doing that. So hello, this is episode one. I'm really excited I don't know if anyone's listening, so if you have, if you are listening, let me know, because it's really weird, I'm literally just sat on my bed talking to myself. Um, for those of you that don't know, in a previous life I was a hypnobirthing teacher, and I did have a hypnobirthing podcast that was number one all around the world many, many times in various categories. I don't know how that happened, it's very bizarre to me. Um, but yeah, it was like in the top 10% of global, like most shared and most followed podcasts globally what the fucking fuck but anyway so I don't know how this podcast is going to go I'm not sure if that was just a fluke but what what, I don't actually care I don't even I'm not even about the numbers for this podcast I just wanted to do it I wanted to give back because back when I was lost didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do with my life I found podcasts really beneficial and really like helped me in a massive way so I was like I'm going to give back now that I'm on the other side of that journey so this today's episode is going to be about how human design changed my life and how it can change yours as well. So I'm not just going to bang on about myself. I'm going <laughs> to... The idea is that every episode that you'll be able to take something away, something to implement, an action, an idea, be inspired. Like I want you to feel like you've basically been coached. That's the idea of it. So yeah, shall we just get on with it? So I want to talk about how human design changed my life and how it can change yours. But I just want to quickly backtrack to kind of explain how I've got to where I am right now. And I'll be quick. And I'll share like my full story another day. I was actually thinking, I'll share my full story once you guys know me a bit more. Because then you'll actually care what I've got to say. Right now, you, you don't really care about my story, do you? Like, not massively. So, <laughs> so I was like, once you care about me, then I can tell my whole like story and my whole journey. Because it's, it is pretty incredible. And I do want to put it out there. And it does need to be in a book, actually. So, yeah. Um. So basically, I left college. I didn't go to uni because where I grew up people just didn't go to uni I grew up on a very poor council estate in South London and uni just wasn't it just wasn't a thing so when I met my husband he's been to uni he was privately educated like it was it was just a whole new world to me but anyway so I didn't go to uni got a job got a quite a good job I was doing well I worked with my best friend um we worked in an insurance company as admin girls we just had a great time. I had a great time. I had a great life. I worked. I went on holidays. I, you know, was bought nice clothes. Oh, I had a good time, basically. Um, But I, I didn't really love my jobs. But I just did them. I just thought you just, you just got a job. You met someone. You got married. You had kids. That's sort of how I was like. That's what we were taught to believe. I never really had any, like, massive ambitions. I didn't really... Like, you just got a job. You just did what you did. There wasn't, it wasn't about like chasing your dream life or anything like that. So I just, you know, I got admin jobs, I got PA jobs, you know, I got some quite good jobs, but I never, I never really, I hated working for other people. I'm not very good at being told what to do and like, you know, having a boss was, was always a bit, (laughs) yeah, 
I had some times where I might have sworn at bosses and walked out and things like that. But yeah, so I, I never really did that well with that. So I just, yeah, I just I just was living a mediocre life, to be quite honest with you. I was very happy, but it was pretty mediocre. Anyway, then when I was 27 in 2011, I was diagnosed with lupus. I'd been poorly for a little while, on and off. And then one day I couldn't get out of bed. My joints were so painful. I was like, I cannot physically move. And I'm not a wuss. I am far from a wuss, but I couldn't. So my family were like, yeah, there's something really wrong here. After quite a long time of various tests, being poked, prodded, MRI scan, every every test you can imagine, I had it. I even got, um, they even put these like little needles in me and gave me little electric shocks at one point. That was weird. So I had millions of tests. Anyway, in the end, I was diagnosed with something called lupus, fibromyalgia, Sjogren's syndrome and antiphospholipoid syndrome. So I was, yeah, I was pretty um, in a bad way. And no one in my family's got lupus. We don't know where it came from. It's normally hereditary, but we don't, we don't know where it came from. It's very random. And I was very poorly. So if you don't know what it is, it's an autoimmune uh, illness where it can attack your joints. that makes them swell up, become very painful. And it can attack your organs and make the lining around your organs become uh, inflamed and basically cause organ failure. Um, and it can affect your brain. It can affect your thinking um you know like I would get brain fog that was so severe like I couldn't even like spell normal things like and again I'm going to tell that whole story another day because it is pretty incredible but I was very poorly I was in and out of hospital I had I was on millions of different medications at one point I was even on chemotherapy drugs and you know it was it was really fucking shit to be honest with you so physically I was in a bad way and obviously after a while mentally that shit affects you doesn't it um I had to quit my job, I had, uh, so I wasn't working. In the end, I was on disability benefits, um, just to kind of get by. And uh, then I was also told that I would never have children. So yeah, it was like it was rough. Like I was twenty seven. Like I was literally that. I was like, this is meant to be like the best time of my life, and I'm like having the worst time. Um, and I always say like I didn't really live. I wasn't living. I was just existing. Like I just did, I literally just was in bed all day every day for for years. Um. And I'd have you have like times where it's where it's sort of um where you're where you're well and then times where you're not well, so like flare ups. And I was just up and down, up and down. And my flare ups would last months at a time and I'm talking like I was in agony daily. There was one time where I was in the bath and I couldn't physically physically get out. Sammy, my husband, wasn't at home. And I was just stuck in the bath and the water was just getting colder and colder. And I remember just sitting there and I cried for hours. And I was like, wow, this is like fucking rock bottom right here. So it was, yeah, it was a bad time. So I had to quit my job. Anyway, one one day I went to uh, an appointment with my lupus consultant because um, I went every three months. And I said to him, look, I'm on a lot of medication. I, I really, I don't want to be on all this medication. Like prior to having lupus, I wouldn't even really take paracetamol. I was very much like holistic. And I was like, I, don't, I, I just don't like being on all this medication. Like, how is it affecting me? The sign, you know, all of that. And I said, what would happen if I just stopped taking it? Bit of a stupid question, really, but, you know, desperate times and all that. And he looked at me and he said, this medication is keeping you alive. And I was like, whoa. That, like, it felt like I'd been, like, punched in the face or, like, I don't know, it it was such a shocking moment, and I was like, oh, right, okay, and then I, and I didn't have kids at this time, and I remember thinking, I can't, like, what if I died, and all I've done is just lie in bed for years, 
Like, I don't want to die, like, not having lived. And it was just such a turning point for me. And I was like, I need to do something about this. But what? And then I was like, I need to, I want to have, like, a really positive impact on as many people in the world as possible. And I was like, but how? And it was like this download that came to me. And I was like, but I don't know how. Like, how do you do that? Um, anyway, I remember just kind of sitting with this for a while. And I, and I started writing a blog, actually, when blogs were quite a big thing. But I mean, people still do it now, don't they? But they, this, this was when blogs were quite a big thing. And I ended up getting, there was like 60 odd thousand followers on there, actually. And I just wrote a blog about having lupus and about my journey with it all. Yeah, like, that was quite good. Because I used to get lots of messages from people saying that I'd inspired them and all that kind of stuff. So that was really good. So I think I got a bit of a taste of it then. Um, anyway, sort of carried on living life, you know, existing. And then I had some periods where I was really well. So Sammy and I were like, well, should we have a baby? We'll try. Even though I was told I couldn't, I like to rebel. So I was like, I'm having a baby. So I was very, very fortunate. We, I, I did get pregnant quite quickly, had a healthy pregnancy. And during the pregnancy, I discovered hypnobirthing. And then that opened me up to lots of spirit like and hypnobirthing teachers get really cross because there's this big misconception that hypnobirthing is very like woo woo and out there it's totally not but it did open me up to lots of spiritual things because I've always been very spiritual but over over the years I sort of lost touch with it all like I I used to read tarot cards I used to get (laughs) I was obsessed with astrology I would like read my friends like birth charts and stuff like this is when I was like 11 years old so I've always loved all that stuff and manifesting. I've manifested some amazing things and I'm going to do an episode on that because it is unbelievable. Yeah, so I, I've always been into that kind of stuff but I lost touch with it and I kind of felt like lost lost my way with it all. Anyway, through hypnobirthing, I got, I got back into it and I started meditating, doing breath work. I was, you know, I got into all my crystals and like I really got back into it all and it was amazing and I actually was really well like for much longer periods of time as well so I do think meditation is powerful for that for any kind of like chronic illness and yep live my life you know I'd get ill get be okay again luckily my mum and dad lived nearby and Sammy's family lived nearby so I had lots of help with like looking after Millie and all of that and then I got some like part-time jobs like you know like some rubbishy ones that you know just to kind of get by a little bit but I'd always have to quit because I'd get too ill and then I did get a job at Waitrose, actually, and I was a cheese specialist, despite being lactose intolerant. I loved that job. I loved working at Waitrose. But it was very physical, and, you know, not surprisingly, I became very ill again. I had a flare-up that lasted about six months. Absolutely awful. I remember I couldn't even get Millie out of the cot in the in the mornings because my hands were so swollen and painful. Um, yeah, so that was pretty hard. And then got pregnant again, and... I'd been well for about a year, so I'd been well for the longest time by that point. Yeah, so we decided to have a baby, had Juliet, my second daughter, did hypnobirthing again, loved it. And then Sammy was like, I kept raving about hypnobirthing, and Sammy was like, why don't you learn to teach it? And I was like, oh my God, yeah, that's that's what, that's the thing, I can like teach people hypnobirthing. But I remember deep down, I wanted to be a coach, but I was like, how do you be a coach when you like, I've just had admin jobs my whole life, like, what, how can I coach people? I didn't really know how to do it, I didn't know what to do. I know you can do, like, coaching certifications and stuff like that, but they're, they're just, at the time, I just felt like they were so expensive, like, I didn't have any money, like, literally none, and I, I just didn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like the right thing to do. I'm glad I didn't, actually. So, 
I went on to be a hypnobirthing teacher. I trained in hypnobirthing, became a hypnobirthing teacher. My business did really, really well. It, it took off pretty much instantly. The podcast was number one all around the world. Um, I had like celebrities interested in what I was doing. I was being invited to all sorts of. I got invited to a, like a celebrity event thing. Like it was, it was really cool. And I'll tell that in the manifestation episode that I'm gonna do. But I never loved it. Like I never loved teaching hypnobirthing. I think because it's like you teach one course and you teach the same thing over and over again. Like for me, that's just it got boring very, very quickly. And the course I was teaching was really long, so I changed it, I did my own thing, went my own way. Um and yeah, it was it was really cool, but I never like I never loved it. And then other hypnobirthing teachers started saying to me, Well, how come you're doing like you're doing really well? Like how like how are you doing this? So then I was like, Oh, I can coach them. So then I started coaching hypnobirthing teachers and then through that I learned about human design and then through human design, I started following my gut, following what I really wanted to do, following what was lighting me up. And that was when my life changed. Like, well, my life changed quite a few times during this process, but this is where I feel like my life's changed for the better, like in a big, big way. And I want to share like how I use human design to do that and how you can do that as well. So that's kind of, that took a lot longer than I sort of anticipated. Sorry, it's a bit of a story, isn't it? So human design, what the fuck is human design? If you don't, really know it is a self-discovery tool that can help you learn about yourself and when you learn about yourself and who you really are you can consciously be that and when you're when you're yourself and you do what lights you up I mean you're you're just happier aren't you like your life's more fulfilling you're happier it's inspiring to those around you it has like a ripple effect like the amount of messages I'm getting from people on Instagram saying that they're loving just watching my journey and watching me just chase what lights me up and do what the fuck I want to do. Like, it's inspiring to people. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's fay.jahan, which is spelled F-A-Y-E dot C-E-Y-H-A-N for November. And yes, it is spelled with a C, despite the fact that it's pronounced Jahan. <laughs> um, it's a Turkish name and my husband's dad is Turkish. And people in Turkey pronounce their Caesars just so it's jahan fay.jahan give me a follow if you're not already but um yeah I'm, i've basically been sharing my journey on this instagram page about what i'm doing and why so i had a hypnobirthing page then i had a page for hypnobirthing teachers and that was where i created a best-selling app as well to help hypnobirthing teachers build their birth businesses and then after a while of coaching hypnobirthing teachers i did it for about a year and just really honestly, I I got really bored. I get bored very easily. Like I need a, I need a, I need like change. I need things to be. I need a variety, and I got I just got a bit bored of saying the same things, talking about the exact same subjects, sharing the same information. <sighs> yeah, it just got boring to me, and I was like, "What am I going to do? Like this business is really successful. It's doing really well at the time." there wasn't many other people doing that there is now which is great and I love to see it I love like I, I'm just all about women being like being successful and doing what they want to do and I, I just love to see it so I'm really happy about that but I was like what am I going to do like I can't just leave this business like I can't just do that and I, I was like, I don't really want to do it anymore I've just completely fallen out of love with it basically so I was like I'm going to have a break so I had a break and during that time was when I started learning more about human design because I had a bit more time to learn about it. I 
yeah, I just was, I became obsessed. It was my new obsession. I was like, I'm loving, this is amazing. Then I started doing human design charts for friends and family with like just mind-blowingly accurate, like it was crazy. Like it was blowing my mind and not a lot. I'm sorry, I just burped. My friend's now, it's cool. Um, Is that all right? Can I burp on a podcast? Anyway, so (laughs) I'm not editing now. Um, (laughs) So I, yeah, I just, I became obsessed. I loved it. It's just mind-blowing. And... I was like, I need to tell people about this. That's my other thing. That like when I get obsessed with things, I'm like, everyone needs to know about this. Why doesn't everyone know about this? Um, and I, and I, you know, I was looking at Instagram and a lot of the human design pages. Like I'm not being, why well, I'm being rude, but oh, a lot of it's so dry to read. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking dehydrating as I'm reading this boring stuff. So I was like, I need. I'm going to create an Instagram page where I'm going to share the information just in a more fun way less kind of less like less serious and just a bit more fun and so I set up this Instagram page Faye.jhan it was the human design girl originally because I was like I'm just going to do human design it's just all going to be human design I'm going to do human design coaching and readings and information and all of that so that's what I did initially and um yeah like, I was loving life guess what I got bored <laughs> I no do you know what I realized I was like there's so much more to me than just human design so I was like, I'm just going to incorporate everything. So I changed the name to Faye.jhan. And then I was like, I can just do anything I want then. I can talk about hypnosis. I can talk about um, mindset. I can talk about human design. I can talk about astrology, tarot. Like, I can talk about any, everything that I want without it like being pinned down to one thing. But yeah, so I set up that page. And then I really started learning about my own human design and really leaning into it. And by leaning into it, I mean embracing it so I I discovered that I'm a manifesting generator so there's five different types in human design and I'm going to do an episode on each type so that people who are each type can listen and learn about themselves more but I'm a manifesting generator and manifesting generators we are literally here to do the things that we love chase what lights us up do it do it really well and then move on when we get bored we're literally we're literally designed to do that so it's okay for us to do that so I've spent years beating myself up for not sticking to things or sticking in the same job for 20 years but that's not what we're meant to do that's not what we're here like that's not how we're designed so learning that was like a massive permission slip that I didn't even know I needed and I was like oh my god I'm allowed to just be me and do those things so I was like yes I can leave birth is babes the um the business that was for hypnobirthing teachers. I was like, I don't have to do that anymore. If I don't want to, I can move on to the next thing. So that gave me a huge permission permission slip where I was like, right, okay, I'm just I'm gonna do it. So I set up the the human design girl page and I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with what's lighting me up. And it felt really scary because I was like, what people are gonna think I'm all over the place. You know, all those things that you think that don't really fucking matter anyway. All the shit we tell ourselves, honestly, that's a whole nother episode as well. And I was like, I am going to chase what I want to do. So I did it. And I was just like, I'm doing it. And yeah, it's been amazing. I've obviously like, I'm here now doing this podcast. I've had so many opportunities through this page. And it, it's just been incredible. And then what I what I learned after that. So once you know your type, learn about your type. So whether you're a manifesting generator, a manifester, a generator or a projector or a reflector. Learn about your type, and you can just go to myhumandesign.com, put in your information, and it will bring up a chart, and it will tell you what type you are. Learn about that, and embrace that shit. That is my number one tip for like learning about human design. Then, the other thing you can do is 
you can look at your strategy and your authority. So your strategy is how you're meant to kind of go about life. And your authority is how it's best for you to make decisions. Now, as a manifesting generator, my authority is what's called sacral. So generators and manifesting generators can have this authority. And it's sacral. So it means, it basically just means really tuning into your gut. That instant gut reaction. Do I want to do this? Yes or no? If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, basically. And what what happens in life is we want to do something... And we're like, yeah, but then your brain will trick you out of it, your mind. Oh, don't do that, that's dangerous. Oh, I don't know about that, it's going to cost a lot of money. All of those, you chit-chat your way, you convince yourself out of things that you really want to do. Or vice versa, maybe there's something you really don't want to do, but your mind's like, you should do that because that's, you know, you have to please that person or whatever bullshit. So basically the idea behind it is that you are just meant to trust your gut if you have a sacral authority. And that, so I was like, right, I'm going to really lean into this, I'm going to really do it. And... I I said on my Instagram stories at the time, like a few months ago, I was like, I'm going to share the process, I'm going to share my, I'm going to document it all so you can physically watch me, like lean into my human design and see how my life changes. And (laughs) I feel like I'm on a completely different path. I even got a new haircut the other day because I was like, I feel like a new person. I'm not even, I'm not, I've like proper shed a, a skin. I'm a completely new version of myself that feels so fucking amazing to be. So I... Yeah, so one of the things I did, I was like, right, I'm going to go with my gut. I don't want to do birth biz babes anymore, despite the fact that it's really successful and I was, like, earning, like, four figures at pretty much every month. I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm done. It doesn't make sense, but that's another thing about being a manifesting generator. You don't have to make things make sense. You you just have to do what the fuck lights you up, regardless of whether or not it makes sense. It doesn't matter. So I was like, right, okay, let's do it. Drop that shit. Then I, you know, started doing all this human design stuff, and then I was like, "This isn't really feeling right." Like I want to just, I want to just do everything. I don't want to, I don't want to be pigeonholed. I don't want to have a niche. I don't want to be labelled. I don't want to be in a box of you're the human design person. I want to be. I just want to be everything. I want to, I want to bring all my skills together. Like I've got, I can read tarot. I'm, I'm a trained hypnotherapist, and I've got lots of knowledge about hypnobirthing. I know loads about manifestation and the law of attraction from like when I was eleven years old. I know loads about astrology um you know obviously human design I was like I have art and mindset because I've been coaching for a few years now and I'm you know I've got a coach myself and I was like I, I've got a lot of good knowledge that could come together to create something really fucking special so I was like yeah that's what I'm gonna do and then I was like you know what I'm just I just want to break all the rules I'm so, so sick of the rules like you've got to be professional and you've got to do this and you've got to do that no you fucking don't and who makes up these rules anyway just some old white dudes old white men rule the world don't they so I was like I'm fuck them I'm doing what I want to do so 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 yeah I just changed my Instagram name changed what I'm doing I've created a coaching program that incorporates all of those things and I'm just and then I was like I'm going to call myself the cosmic coach because again I was like am I a life coach am I a business coach what am I what am I and I was like you know what I'm just going to call myself a cosmic coach and just incorporate like I said everything I know and everything that like you know all my skills in one thing so that's how it's changed my life. And then since then, so I've been doing what lights me up more. I've, I'm earning more money than I've ever earned in my life. And I've had some good jobs as well. So I'm earning way, like way more money than I've ever earned in my life. I'm working less than I've ever worked. I'm so lit. I'm so happy with what I'm doing. It feels so fun. It feels so amazing. It feels free. It feels so good. And that's just come from doing what lights me up. And, you know, you know, being like putting myself out of my comfort zone massively and 
being open about what I'm doing and then just following my gut like so if something feels right I'm just doing it I'm not questioning it as soon as you start questioning something that's your mind that's not your body telling you what to do so a lot a few weekends ago somebody messaged me on Instagram who I don't know and she said hi Faye I'm running a human design retreat in Wales would you like to come and I was like yes straight away my gut was like yes I would and then in my mind I was going oh can you go to Wales for the weekend by yourself like that's a bit scary and can you leave the girls and my two girls and you know all the shit you tell yourself and I was like nope I'm gonna go with my gut and I'm gonna go I went along and funnily enough it actually turned out that one of my friends she was actually in Wales nearby um she's an astrologer so she's quite into the spiritual stuff so she was like yeah I'll come with you <laughs> so she met me on the Saturday but I went up on the Friday on my own I stayed in a hotel Friday and Saturday night on my own fucking loved it it was amazing and the whole experience was incredible and life-changing. So during that experience, I we did this like breath work and it was proper trippy. Like I went to like some fifth dimension or something. And I realised that I don't want to have another baby, which I really thought I did for quite a long time. It's been big, big discussions in this household over the last year or so. And I decided, um, my husband's not on board. He, he never wanted another one. He's happy with his two girls. But I really wanted another one. But what I realised on this... So basically, this sounds really fucking weird, but during this breathwork session, my womb was talking to me and it was like, you don't, you don't have another baby. Like your life is about, your life is getting so much easier now because I've got a seven-year-old and a three-year-old and it was like, your life is getting much easier now. Really good things are going to happen. Don't have another baby. And I was like, right, okay. I was like, what the fuck is this? I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And then it was like, be really grateful for the two babies that you've got, which of course I am, like fucking hell. But especially because I was told I would never have children. Like the, I was told like, it just won't happen because of lupus and the complications that I had with it and my blood, um, the antiphospholipoid syndrome and some of the medications that I've been on. Like there was loads of factors why they were like, it's not going to happen for you. And you know, my womb was like, be really grateful. Like you've got two amazing girls. And I was like, oh my God, it's so true. Like, And then I was just crying. Like I was, It was so intense. I was bawling my eyes out. And then it was like, if you can create life in your womb, despite all the odds, you can do anything. Like, you are limitless. And I was like, oh, my God. It was like a really weird out-of-body experience. And I was like, oh, my God, it's so true. Anyway, it really made me realise that I'm not here to play small, guys. I ain't playing small. Like, I want to fucking make a big impact on the world. And I want to positively impact as many people as I can. And I want people to learn about themselves and be themselves because it is there anything better than being who you came to be and f- like living your purpose I don't th- I don't think there's anything better so that's what I want to do so I was like right okay I'm on it I'm on it so it's really given me like a massive kick up the ass and apparently my wing can speak to me I don't know and then I was talking to my coach about it and she was like you should like see one of those like womb healer people and I was like, yeah, I need to do something else with this. Oh, and then the the other thing it said to me was tap into your feminine energy more. I don't even know what that means. If anyone else can have like shed any light on that, I'd be really grateful. So yeah, that was a that was a life changing experience that that weekend away last week. And then this Wednesday, just gone, somebody messaged me on Instagram and she was like, Hi Faye, I know we don't really know each other, but I've been divinely guided by my spirit guides to invite you on a secret retreat in Spain next month. She was like, I really hope you'd love to come. And I was like, yes, full body yes, up up in here. And before before she'd even finished speaking, I was like, right, let me book my tickets. <laughs> I text Sammy. I was like, you're right if I go to Spain next uh, next month for a spiritual weekend? And he's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, he's very supportive of all the things I do, thank God. Um, 
so I was like practically booking it and then I found out that she's also invited my coach and one of my friends the friend that came with me that met me in Wales so I was like oh my god this is amazing so the three of us are going to go there next month and I cannot fucking wait it sounds amazing and um, she's doing like ancestral healing and DNA recoding. I don't know what any of that means, but I'm going. I don't even care. I'm just going to go. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to be a life-changing experience as well. But what I found really interesting was that she'd messaged my coach and she'd said to her, I really want to invite Faye. I've seen what she's doing on Instagram. And basically said that she finds it like really, really amazing and loves what I'm doing and loves like how I'm just showing up authentically and all of that. And I don't, I don't even really know this woman. And I was like, isn't that amazing? Like, you just don't know who's looking and who's, like, being inspired by you or who's, like, interested and all of that. And that's and that has come from me doing what lights me up and showing up as my true self. Yeah, it's just been amazing. And I had to get a new haircut to, like, mark it. So how can you, if you want to change your life or you're feeling a bit stuck or you're, you're just a bit interested in this, look at your human design find out what type you are and embrace the shit out of it and then look at your authority that is how you make decisions so it could be sacral it could be um emotional authority which means that you are meant to sort of not make decisions instantly you're meant to wait until you're in like a, a a chill vibe you're not meant to make decisions when you're on a on a high or when you're on a like in a low mood, you're meant to just wait. And my husband has an emotional authority in his human design, and it makes so. When I found that out, I was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense because he just always takes ages to make a decision. I'm like, is it just a yes or a no? He'll like take ages, and it would like really annoy me. And now I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I understand him so much better. So, um, I think there's altogether there's like seven different authority types. God, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'll do an episode on it because there is is there's a lot um to talk about and I don't want to like uh, make this episode too long so I'll do a whole different podcast episode on it yeah so I'll do a whole podcast episode on it another t- another time but look just look at it and start start um learning about it yourself there's loads of stuff on my Instagram page as well about authorities and human design and all of that stuff so that is my like that's how you do it. But and you know basically you don't even really you don't have to look at human design for this. You just need to be conscious of how it feels in your body when something feels like a hell yes or when something feels like a hell no. Think about that and learn to trust it. Have you ever regretted a decision that you've made where you just knew in your in your gut that it was the right thing to do? Have you ever regretted that? I know I fucking haven't. But we're not taught to trust ourselves and trust our intuition. And I think I did a post today and I put in it that your intuition, if you're if you're a car, you, your intuition is a sat-nav that gets you there, gets you to where you want to be. And the more, the more you can trust and tune into your intuition, the more you will make decisions that are best for you in your life. So it's really, really important. And the moment you're questioning things, that's your mind. That's not your, that's not your body. That's not where you're meant to be making decisions. So think about that. Consciously tune into it and do that make decisions that way and let me know how you get on let me know if start doing this and let me know how you get on because obviously can't guarantee anything but I'm pretty sure you'll have some amazing results from it so I'm going to leave it there thank you so much if there's anybody listening thank you for being here and listening to me for half an hour I really really appreciate it I really do if you've listened and you've enjoyed this episode please can you leave a little review because obviously it helps with um, podcast algorithms and all that jazz 
Um, but you know what? Like I said, I'm not. You know, I'm not even fucking here for the numbers. I don't care. I don't care if this is number one or number four million and one. I really don't care. I just want to share my knowledge, share my tips, be a biz bestie, cheer you on, and um, I want to help people that you know. Like if you're just a bit stuck, like a bit like I was, where I was like, I want to be a coach, but I don't know how. Like if you're at that point in your life where you're not really enjoying your job, or maybe you've got a business but it's not really the one, or maybe you're just feeling a bit stuck. Like I want to. I want to help people go from, like, stuck to, like, yes, I fucking love my life. That's the idea. Obviously, through my actual coaching, which is completely different to, like, generic coaching like this. But I want to... I thought this isn't just another way to do that. And it's free. And I fucking love giving out free shit. So, yeah. Thank you for listening. I really love you. I really appreciate you. Let me know what you think. And um, I'm going to do an episode... I'm going to aim to do an episode every other week for now. And then I might do it weekly at some point. But for now, it's every other week. Because I'm being conscious of, with two small children, I'm being conscious of not doing too much. Because the whole point of working for yourself is that you've got time with your family. So I want to make sure that that's a priority. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get into all of the next, however long this podcast is going to last. I'm really fucking excited, guys. I can feel it in my gut. Right, love you. Going to go now. Bye.